Welcome to You're Grounded. I think language, communication, and translating thoughts to one another through our own perceived experiences is one of our greatest gifts and tools as human beings. Join us every episode and eavesdrop on what we're connecting on, and hopefully our chats can inspire you and your friends' conversations, and at the very least, make you feel more grounded. I'm so grateful to share this conversation with you. I am so excited for today because I had the absolute blessing of being able to come back to a place I formerly lived, not exactly the exact city, but the exact county. I, as some of you know from some of my previous guests as well, but used to live in San Diego and my mom wanted to come out here for her birthday trip this weekend and I thought, oh my God, this is so perfect. One of my best friends that I used to live, well, not live with, but work with when I lived here, also lives there. And I was just like, so couldn't wait for this moment to be able to record with you. So Aww. we have Caitlin with us today on Hello. the podcast. <laughs> and Bubba, if you're watching on the uh, video version, is also here with us. Love him. <laughs> Bubba got to come out to the beach with us today for the first time. Meet his soul brother. Meet his soul Harley. brother. Caitlin's dog, Harley, is also a pit mix. And they <laughs> literally look like brothers from another Oh my mother. God, so cute. <laughs> I'm obsessed with them together, uh, just thriving in the ocean. It was such a good experience, and I'm so glad I got to share it with you of all people. So that was ex- so lucky. That's where we just came from. We're like still a little sandy. We're here recording the podcast. It's so on brand for being in San Diego area. Um, but Caitlin and I met literally basically 10 years ago, a little over just 10 years ago, and we... I mean, the world works in mysterious ways, but I've never been more grateful for my first job out of college. Yes. Working for the San Diego Padres on the event operations crew. Yeah. That's where we met. E crew. (laughs) Ten long years ago. We've had a whole life since then. Oh, wow. A whole A lot of lives. (laughs) Many lives. (laughs) But we met ten years ago and... It was almost one of those connections that I'm like, oh my God, I met you and I've known you my whole life. Oh, yes. Instant. Instant. Just instantly like bonded for life. And I've been to Caitlin's house here before. I've come and visit. She's come to Arizona and seen me. We've stayed in such good contact even since I moved away from here. But you were literally one of my very first friends out of college in San Diego. And (laughs) just soul sisters. Yes. Literally. In the pool. In the sun. (laughs) Just just cut from the same cloth. Yes. You know, Caitlin is someone who is so optimistic. One of the main things that drawn me to you originally. That's mm-hmm. just who you are. You are a spiritual gal. You're a pit dog mom. Yes. You are someone who wants to just always do right by others, which, you know, we'll get into as far as being, we're both yes. recovering people pleasers. <laughs> <laughs> But you are someone who, whenever I'm with, my spirit feels heard. I feel heard. I feel lighter. (laughs) We can just have the best time. And that's exactly why I wanted to have you on today was there's so much we can dive into and so much we dive into when we're just with each other. But we're both on this journey. Like I said, we've had many lifetimes since we've met. But we're on this journey of 
self-discovery and trying new things and figuring out our little place of what we want in this lifetime yes and it's such a beautiful journey to like be there kind of holding our hands together you know supporting each other along the way so I love you so much I'm so happy I'm so glad you're here and what we wanted to kind of kick things off and talk about today was we have kind of a, a mishmash but it all blends together of basically the idea of to sum it up just knowing yourself and putting yourself first having self-prioritization learning boundary setting learning yourself to know what you even want not just living in what we think we should be doing exactly making life easy for everyone around us and really just being able to be in alignment with what we actually want and knowing what that even is because that takes a lot of self-discovery right too even finding that yeah like learning yourself to even know what we want exactly and I feel like that's something that fortunately is becoming more normalized in this day and age and becoming more normalized culture of self-discovery, self-reflection, self-inward teaching and sitting, not using just distraction methods to just cope and avoid even sitting in your thoughts to think, what do I want? What do I need? What is actually in alignment for what I want to be doing in this lifetime? Have I actually just been on autopilot for the last 10 years, not even thinking about what I wanted to do or who I wanted to surround myself with and all those things? Right. Yeah. I know. It's like you just go along with it and like what society kind of has set out like, okay, this is what you're going to do. This is how you're going to live your life. And then all of a sudden you're like, whoa, (laughs) I'm doing it all. But I realized I haven't even learned myself fully. You know, and having that self-compassion and love and, um, again, back to just learning about yourself and having a relationship with your own self in order to just thrive in all the relationships in your life. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, so how long do you think you've been recently, like, building that relationship with yourself or what are some of the steps you've been, you know, going through lately to be able to maybe help other people who haven't? been able to kind of be in that space or with themselves or like what kind of methods do you find have been successful for you as far as like what things that you're doing for that self-work oh I love this question we were kind of just talking about all the tools and number one is therapy I'm so grateful for my therapist and so blessed to be able to go to therapy so 100% that um, she's such an angel and has helped me work through so much and that's really the past like six months is um, when I found her and just really connected and before that I worked with a couple other therapists and now I'm just so grateful to have her yeah Um, so you had to try on a couple before you found her exactly yeah Yeah, it's so normal yes and then what about her do you like the most before you go to the next one I I just open up to her so much. She allows that safe space. Mm. You know, she holds such, and she does EMDR, which is, oh, oh. Explain what EMDR is for people who don't know. Yeah. So to put it in simple terms, she draws you back to like an old memory or event, and then she kind of reworks it. Mm. And so you're like reliving through it to release like the trauma or, um, the attachment or the block that it's holding on your present day life which could literally be yeah. I, I need to get someone on here who knows how to practice that therapy oh. so we can maybe do like a guided 
like not make make it more general not because we can't <laughs> know what everyone's right. specific blocks and triggers <laughs> are that are listening but be able to just sit with it and be like okay if you do this and guide our way through it totally. because that is such an incredible practice that our literal brains our pathways in our brains will have an experience and then any any sort of new information that comes in think it's going to be the exact same outcome yes. they think it's like a, they've built the road already and that's the way it needs to travel instead of making a construction to a new off-ramp you know what right. I mean it's like there's endless possibilities but our brains do everything they can to yeah. based on past experience have the exact same outcome oh it's so true and then you're like okay what what is this fear like is there a fear attached to it yeah. or and it's all like healing your inner child Absolutely. and you're like oh my gosh I've been living this way all because of this event One that event. happened or the way you dealt with things as a kid and then you're realizing whoa I'm still acting you know the same way of how you would do things as a child as an adult even though <laughs> 10 years 15 20 years of experience have passed you by <laughs> yeah <laughs> to prove that that's literally just a single event you still are living in that same cyclical period and that's just it's so fascinating how our brains literally will translate experiences and emotions as a status quo and then we fall into these habitual like escapism cyclical patterns totally and that's exactly what we want to talk about is just genuinely (sighs) like how so many people aren't even sitting and being aware of those types of events or those type of experiences we all no human can escape that this is part of our life like no matter what your upbringing no matter what your experiences no matter what your traumas that's exactly it we all have them exactly and it's like prior, you know, maybe it's like, oh, you're shutting down or you're avoiding things and you don't maybe don't even realize it yeah. or escape, you know, go into your comfort zone or what, you know, whatever your like coping mechanism yeah. is, whether that's retreating from everybody in your life or that's leaning into something else or being addicted to something else. I mean, yeah. it could be any form distractions. of distractions. Yeah, distractions. Like we said, it's like you're living a distracted life, too, instead of really sitting there and being like, okay. I'm going to sit with myself and in this uncomfortable and it's working through the uncomfortable that is so hard to do and like look in the mirror and be like, okay. And then, but it's so rewarding because then you can learn moving forward, like, new ways of doing things new patterns and it's like you're learning to walk all over again but mentally (laughs) exactly Exactly. which it's uncomfortable at first right like learning to walk like taking your first couple steps and like okay I'm gonna like consciously make a different choice from this experience and I'm gonna (laughs) consciously try to make a different path for my brain you know it's like those are such brave acts yeah and it's only natural that we want to avoid things that make us uncomfortable totally because it's uncomfortable that's the word you know we don't want to do and try new things because it's so much easier to revert back to things that like I at least know this works in a let's put works Mm -hmm. in air quotes because what's actually working for you versus what's just a predictable outcome for your brain that you feel safe in totally is it working for you or is it actually just hindering you from trying something new that could actually build a whole better communication communication and connection with others exactly with yourself rather than the same habitual pattern exactly yeah i know i joke with my therapist i'm like i thought this <laughs> onion was gonna get smaller <laughs> it's just growing and growing <laughs> we're still working through still <laughs> forever forever working <laughs> oh my god i love that onion analogy uh, i'm like shrek still lives on they knew what they were doing I when know. they wrote that movie <laughs> 
Sorry, we're all just little onions. Oh my god, I love that. So you work with your therapist. Yes. So back to the yeah. tools. Um. So that's number one. Of course, makes uh, so much sense. Totally. Yeah. And then, oh gosh, all the books. All every the book. books. Oh my god. Do you think, can you book. remember any titles off the top of your head? Yeah. You know? Let's see what's sitting right here. Yeah. Um, we're in Caitlin's room. So. Yeah. <laughs> The Gifts of Imperfection mm. by Brene Brown. That was good. Um, yeah, I see Young Pueblo over there. Yeah, we Young Pueblo. We always love, love him. Some Young Pueblo. <laughs> love him. I just pre-ordered his new book. Yes. Is it Clarity or Clarity or, or light? Yeah. <laughs> What's the word? All the words. It's lighter, right? Isn't it lighter? I think it is lighter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, he has a lot of good books there's a lot of them yeah. and Brown has so many good I ones know. too and then there's this um, from fear to faith I forget what that one was called mm. um, she Gabby Bernstein Gabby, oh, yeah she's I love, amazing that's such a good thought pattern is fear mindset versus faith mindset yeah mm-hmm. yeah so whether it's books and then I have a spiritual coach too she's oh, awesome obsessed. I'm uh, like Caitlin is goals like I'm like <laughs> therapist books and a spiritual coach oh it's like yes. these people are coming to my life and I'm like yeah. oh I'm so grateful yes. to have met you um and she did this assessment I took like this 50 or 100 question assessment it's called ultimate life tool um, you can also do it through her online. Her Same. name's Karen Scanlon. Okay, I'll make sure to put her yeah. contact in the notes in case anyone wants to look it up. Yeah. Love this. And it's like gives you like an owner's manual for yourself. Yes. <laughs> You're like, oh, these are your like characteristics or these are your motivators. Like what drives you? Yeah. What kind of setting do you like? And I think kind of going back to just learning yourself so then you can know like, oh, wait, what career or what setting or how do I want to feel when I go to work and more so it's talking about those types of questions um emotion based and yeah you know versus being like oh wait what do I want to do for work you know it's more so like how do I want to feel what kind of people do I want to interact with the internal energy you feel in those settings like who do I want to be surrounded by and what do I want to be surrounded by exactly because I think a lot of us can be conscious I think people at least that I surround myself with are conscious like-minded similar people but in a way where they're like conscious about the choices they're making of who they're surrounding themselves with not just because like oh we both like this thing we both like the same restaurant we both play soccer let's hang out it's like that's great obviously we all have to start with some sort of commonality (laughs) but I think consciously being around people who when you're around them you just feel good you feel like you can be yourself you feel like you can be your authentic self and that's I mean such a blessing it's not something that i think is just commonplace it's definitely such a way of the universe working to just put people in alignment with your path who are meant to just like give you those feelings when you feel like okay if i know myself well enough i'll know when i'm feeling best around people who feel the same about themselves Mm -hmm. and you know that's the work that it takes is i think people would really surprise themselves if they take the time to do the life lifelong journey of knowing yourself that the more you get to use tools i love a good self-assessment i'm like any test any <laughs> test all the tests yeah. i'm like enneagrams you know we've talked about it before my human design yes. i want to take this assessment it's like anything i can do to know myself better is only going to cut out all the gray noise around me for me to just not quote unquote waste your time because that's not 
uh, ever a waste mm-hmm. of your time but being able to just kind of like sift through and funnel through okay I know this about myself to be true and I know that for sure and yeah kind of uncertainty in yourself you know exactly and just being like I know this about myself so I need to be in spaces like x or I need to be around friends like y or I need to you know practice new things I mean even human design teaches you like do you like routine or do you not thrive in routine I mean all those things are so important because societally we get fed all these things of how we all should behave as our as humans Uh, like what's the best way for humans to like thrive and that can be different for every single person oh the societal yeah norms Mm -hmm. oh I love that so you have the therapist you read a lot of good inspirational oh and podcasts your podcast I love podcasts so oh much. God, yes. Like in the car on. Yes. <laughs> no, walking Harley on. Speaking of another reason why I love Kayla, not only is she so exciting to just be my friend, but she's a real one. She's listened to every <laughs> single episode. So shout out to anyone out there who's the same. Please message me and let me know if you're a real one because I'm obsessed with you and you're the reason why I oh do this. Oh my gosh, I love it. I didn't even I love know you that about so Kayla much. until today. <laughs> she was like, I've listened to every single episode. She literally pulled up her Apple CarPlay and it was literally like on there. On recent so I was like I'm obsessed with you you are right I do this and I didn't even know that so it's like if you guys don't tell me I don't know so the fact that you guys let me know you've been listening to every episode and it resonates with you I mean that's exactly the whole purpose of this so thank you first of all just tangent of gratitude (laughs) I love it yeah there's so many tools we can use exactly to have that self-assessment that self-knowing that really prioritizing what we want what we want to be a part of who we want to surround ourselves with you can't I'm trying to think of an analogy it's like you can't build a building unless you have the foundational blueprints right it's like okay we need the blueprints to be able to move upward and expand so until you even know and sit with yourself of like what you know poor patterns do I have let me face the music of like I need to sit in the uncomfortable exactly and realize where I lack or where I'm contributing to my own pain. (laughs) And then on top of that, like, what am I really good at? What do I really like? Who do I feel my best around? Who do I feel my worst around? And realizing you have the power every single day to make adjustments based on those information. Yeah. That's self-knowing. Yeah. Taking ownership and flipping the question and and taking that on instead of being like, oh, it's, it's this person or this situation or, you know, the realizing the whole contentment the ideas around contentment and being like oh if things were so I'd be happy or if my life would be better and then you get that and it's like oh wait no I'm not I'm you know, you're still constant- in the same pattern even though yeah. I got to this goal or achievement you're still in the same pattern or don't feel a certain way exactly yes. so then it's okay you know looking at yourself and going inward and being like okay what is this exactly what you just said yes that self-reflection I think a lot of people just keep themselves again the theme of distraction you know people love to live a distracted life but they don't even realize they're distracted that's the problem is they're not even aware that they're living so distracted or they're living so cyclically because they don't even think to take a pause and think okay let me see why I'm even doing this or why every time I see this person, it's the same old so- song and dance. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. People want to be like, that's just who they are. And there's yes. a lot of peace in releasing attachments of like, I can't expect people to change because you'll never be able to control someone else. Yeah. There's a lot of peace in being like, yes, that's half true. Like, mm-hmm. that's them. Let's not 
hold on to the idea that they're always they're ever going to change for me to be happier but the other half is okay what can you control which is you right what can I do to control me getting triggered by what they're doing instead of having compassion for the way that they're acting and how it makes me feel you're always in control of how you allow others to make you feel yes but the more you know what triggers you and sit with that that's even a pause yeah just being like why am I triggered Mm -hmm. okay I know this about me I've taken this time to self-reflect now I can move forward when I have that experience again. I love this. Yes. 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 It's that pause of not living in a distractionary world that we've all just been so accustomed to. Exactly. There's so there's endless distraction. Yeah. Endless. It's realizing that. I'm like, oh, am I living a distracted life? Am I living a life for other people? Or kind of what am I doing for myself? And there's been times where I'm like, oh my gosh, I didn't even decide what I was doing today because I just kind of got told what I'm doing by everyone else in my life being yes. like, can't, you know, and it's like, yeah, as a people pleaser, empaths and all of that, you can get guided into that. And it's like, okay, how do we uh, clear that out? And that's like I joked about earlier, me and Caitlin are recovering <laughs> people pleasers. And I say recovering because it's not necessarily a good thing. No. You know, it's like you can be living your entire life And we talked about this in the car on the drive home, like of I'm too afraid to ask what I really want because it might inconvenience somebody else or to a people pleaser. That's rule number one. Like don't inconvenience anyone else. That's the worst thing you could possibly do. And then the after shocks and after waves of that is not doing what you really want is because you're so worried about prioritizing and making everyone else happy that you're like. Okay, it's fine. I'll sacrifice. Like, and you do it subconsciously because you're you're not even thinking about your own needs and desires. It's always about everybody right. else. So it's to everybody else. They're like, oh, they're so sweet. They're so nice. But it can be really damaging to the person who's doing it. Totally. Without us even realizing it. Because we get so cyclically attached to I'm just so used to doing every, for everything for everyone else that I've never even stopped to think, what do I want? Exactly. What do I want? What do I need? Like, we ask people, oh, how are you doing? And talk to them about it. And I'm like, I don't even ask myself that. Have you how ever asked yourself today? those questions? <laughs> yeah. What If I had no responsibility to anyone else, what would I want to do today? Yeah. And some people, that's like their worst fear is being oh. like, oh, my God, I have to think about what I want. And yeah. that's like so foreign. Yes. And then you can like get in, caught in that like unmotivated day or I definitely think that's kind of a a pattern of people who are people pleasers you know you'll have busy days and full of distraction and then when you don't you're like what do i do the panic starts to set in yeah Yeah, because you're with yourself you're not distracted yeah and what we want everybody to be able to feel is being with themselves as a place of comfort rather than discomfort right you know we want people to be able to think when i get to do what i want and put myself first i have no other responsibilities I get to do and sit with me and making sitting with yourself a cushy, cozy place that you want to be rather than a place you'd rather fill with a void of distraction. Right. Yeah. That genuine, like authentic connection and love, like self-love, self-love. and compassion and um, turning the inward talk, you know, the self-talk, mm-hmm. being actually positive and being so kind to ourselves because that takes a while to get there. Don't get me wrong. Like, it's going to take a while, if, especially if it's years and years in the making. It's decades and decades in the making. I mean, it's so easy to just live on the tracks of life, live in the predicted what's expected for you, 
live in the well i've been doing it this way all along so let's just keep doing it if it ain't broke don't fix it it's like it doesn't have to be broken for it to be able to be improved upon Mm -hmm. you don't have to be a broken person to need therapy you don't have to be a broken person to need to escape yourself you know you can literally just be happy and content but contentment is also not somewhere we want to live we want to be able to be in a space where we're so happy We've peeled back layers. We feel comfortable with ourselves. We love being in our own head and thinking of new ways we can be better to approach situations and approach humanity as a whole and just be able to show ourselves compassion. So then we can be like, I'm happy and content with myself when I'm in my own brain. I give myself kind compliments and love and compassion. Now I have the ability to pour that outward. Exactly. Oh, I loved all yes. of that. Yes. You know, it takes a long time to break down those onion layers yes. <laughs> <laughs> to be able to have the cup then filled and then runneth over to everybody else. There's so many levels to it. So many levels. Yeah. yeah. And so I do think, you know, it's just learning. As, as a kid, I would sit there and be so observant and observant of life. And I'm like, Me hmm. too, actually. I always observed. Yeah. My mom tells me that too. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, this is the way life is supposed to be. Like, what? You know? Yeah. And you're like, okay, I guess. And kind of back to the societal norms. And it's so interesting when you're actually living a life for yourself, how that changes. Absolutely. When you're like, I actually can make choices for myself. Who would have yeah. thought? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I mean, me, I, I love being by myself. I yes. love being, I love when I have days where I like don't have to, where I don't have like a to-do list, you know? Me and too. It's not like I'm like ever have lived in that distracted life where it's like, oh my God, I can't sit here. Like, what am I going to do? I can't like, sit here with my own thoughts. I, I love it. Especially yes. now. I love it. Yeah. Cause because it's become more of a practice for you. It's, yeah. It, it, you've built that cushy, comfy, you know, nice. You want to be with, you enjoy being with yourself rather than dreading it. Totally. Yeah. Totally. I'm so proud of you. It's awesome to be able to see, I mean, even in just, I want to say just six months of therapy, Mm -hmm. which is still a really considerate and, you know, definite amount of time. But being able to see, even from when I've seen you last, you know, it's probably something you only can only see so much in your own self, but, you know, externally be able to see your growth and reflectionary observations and releasing of attachments and you know it brings so much more peace into your life when you have the space to confide in a therapist or confide in your own Mm -hmm. brain you know we can do so much in our own power but I really think there's so much to say about having the therapy with your friends and even having a clinical therapist I mean all those things are such blessings that we've been able to build our life to surround ourselves with that's really powerful and you need to give yourself credit for that too is you know drawing all these people into your life like you said in your spiritual coach and all that but there's so much to be said as far as just the six months of growth that you've had but even in like you know the lifetime the many many lifetimes we've had you know and just exploring and living these experiences and like continual depth that you're reaching you know and leveling up yes (laughs) yes leveling up being a human like you want to be around or you you want in your significant other or your relationships and it's like oh are you you know authentically living a leveled up life as well you know and asking yourself that and being like okay let's go yeah and then you almost get to a point where you know I always practice of you know you're not better than someone if you are and they aren't but being able to see and be very recognizable because you know it so well in yourself like oh dang that person is 
not where I'm at and not because they're lower and you're higher. It's literally just like you can recognize the difference. Yes. You know, you can see the difference more and more vividly the more and more you reflect in yourself. And it breeds so much more compassion for those who are not where you're at. And it's and rather than just being frustrated, you know, I think Mm -hmm. that's like when you know you're out of alignment and you know, like you haven't reached a form of compassion is like. Ugh, I'm so frustrated when people aren't where I'm at or don't see the th- world the way that I do. It's like, we're all going to see it in different ways. Right. So stop wishing for that, first of all. But in a way where you're like, oh, I have so much compassion, like I told you in the car earlier, for this person who isn't at a place of healing or self, self-love, self yeah. you know, because I can just see how they act and... Yeah, you know, like you you want that you want that for others, but exactly. you can also be aware to know who to surround yourself with, who's totally. where you're at too. Yeah, and going back to just just by being, you know, then that's a way to show it for and help others heal or being an example. Exactly. Mm. I love that. <laughs> that is so good. I'm like, here's my mission to everyone listening: like, be an example of self love, self reflection, and self knowing. For those who are afraid to maybe even start that journey, maybe yeah. you're 10 years into it, maybe you're 10 days into yeah. it, but the more you can personify, embody, and be that example, the more you're going to inspire people to want to make that self journey inward yes. and make themselves a comfy, loving place so they can project comfy, loving energy to everyone else. Uh, so I love it. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad. This has been amazing. I'm like, we could go on and on for days, especially me. <laughs> Caitlin, you crushed it. Um, we got we to gotta do our Just a little glimpse. Just a little, just a little <laughs> peek behind the curtain. And I'm like, <laughs> peek behind curtain. Um, but I want to be able to ask you our favorite questions. Yes. So, Miss Caitlin, there's so endless, many amounts of superpowers that you embody in my eyes. But if you had to claim one for yourself, what do you think your superpower is? <laughs> it's so ironic because just this week in therapy, my therapist was like, I mean, yes, you're an an empath, like through and through, and that's a superpower. You yes. are like that is your superpower. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm doing a podcast. She's gonna ask this question, <laughs> and being an empath, you know, it's it's obviously there's so many different views on that, you know, and especially in today's world of like empath narcissist, you know, yes. and it's like an empath, you know, can be seen as like, oh, is that a weakness, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, it's very strong. You have the ability to know what others are feeling. Yeah. Or in and hold that safe space for them. And so and I, you can feel compassion and empathy being an empath. Empathy and compassion for the others of what they're going through, even if you haven't. Or maybe you have because you've experienced such a wide range of experience and emotion. That's what it means. You know, it's like, right. oh my God, I can feel for them. Like exactly. Oh, I've either been through that or I haven't, but I can still feel so empathically for what they're going through. Yeah, like what you said, you can just have that compassion for them and hold a space for people to be Mm -hmm. like, okay, I feel safe. Like I can open up to you. Yeah. So wild. Or seeing people in something you haven't experienced or been through, but being like, gosh, I can only imagine. And being compassionate towards them rather than judgmental. That's such a superpower. I mean, we need more empaths in the world because so many people can just be so shelled off and you know, that that might be seen as strength. They might think that's a superpower is right. being impenetrable, right? But I think it's so much of a superpower to have that vulnerability and empathy yes. for others. Yeah. Because you can just be there for them. Even if you haven't been through what they've been through, you can mm-hmm. still be there compassionately. That's mm-hmm. so beautiful. <laughs> 
I love it. Yes. And then last but not least, what do you like to do to stay grounded? Oh, I love this. Yes. So many things. Um, I This is ironic again. Yes. I feel like physically grounding mm. myself does so much. I just Absolutely. grab Harley. We go down to the beach, walking barefoot in the sand, in the yes. ocean, in the water. So, I mean, that's always the go-to. Such a blessing going on to have that. It's Ugh. like that's what some people's dreams are made out of and you and like you said oh my god my favorite thing about the day i didn't even think about was when i got to you today and we like hopped on we put our dogs in your car and we just drove off and it's like you were like i'm living my dream life i literally just get to just drive five minutes down the road and not even i mean right outside your door is the is a beautiful walking path it's not exactly the ocean but it's a beautiful water walking lagoon lagoon. and then you're like I feel and I'm living my dream life. Oh, and that's so, good. so beautiful and so powerful and like so cool. You made so all grateful. these decisions to be here. You did that. Oh, yes. thank you. But being so walking on the ground and on the ocean shore is yeah, beautiful. Yeah, and like just walking and breathing and taking a moment to connect with yourself or learn. And I'm like, oh, walks where it's at. Where it's at, baby. <laughs> yes, beach walks with the dog. I'm like. I can't think of anything personally more grounding too. <laughs> Throw back to Bubba being there for the first time. Hey, buddy. Bubba's Just, first beach day. Bubba's first beach. He's a beach boy now. Yeah. He went head first into that wave. into the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. And I love that you have access to that whenever you want because you've built this life oh. to be here. And I'm so yes. proud of you. I love it. Oh, I love you. Thank you so much for coming on. Kayla. Thank we'll have you. To have you on again. Oh my God, I love. I yes. already look, can't wait. I'm like coming back to the beach. Who can complain? <laughs> I'm coming out to you. Yes, and she loves the desert, so oh. it works out so perfectly. We love to visit each other's place. It's oh. perfect. I love you. I love you. Thanks for listening to this episode of You're Grounded. Make sure to share this episode if it resonated with you and rate this podcast on whatever streaming platform you like to listen from. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. All social platforms are titled Your Grounded Pod. Until next time, stay grounded.